Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, I'm Lynn Norris. Here's your daily tip from the experts at Real Simple. How Sugar Affects Your Mood and What You Can Do About It by Betty Gold. With our mental health being tested every day, hello global pandemic and quarantine fatigue, it's understandable that our emotions may have felt more up and down than usual throughout the last year. In times of stress, we typically reach for sugary, feel-good foods, says registered dietitian Marissa Cardwell. In fact, studies have shown that our overall sugar intake increased 53% at the start of quarantine. Unfortunately, a 2021 study from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, CDC, shows that this uptick in sweet indulgences may be negatively impacting the mood, sleep cycle, and both physical and mental health of the average American more than we'd necessarily prefer to acknowledge. Research shows that consuming too much added sugar can lead to chronic health issues like type 2 diabetes and heart disease, yes, but it's also highly correlated with mood imbalances and can even lead to depression in the long run, Cardwell says. We asked her to break down the ways that sugar impacts our emotional wellness and how we can stop the cycle. The sugar rush myth. Have you ever reached for a sugary snack hoping for a quick sugar rush between Zoom meetings? Because I sure have. The short-term effects of high glucose levels, the main sugar found in your blood, caused by consumption of sucrose, a.k.a. table sugar, on one's mood, are that they may decrease alertness and cause higher levels of fatigue within the first hour after eating, Cardwell explains. According to a study from Neuroscience and Biobehavioral Reviews, sugar does not usually improve any aspect of mood, challenging the idea that sugar could offer a temporary high. High sugar consumption has been linked to depression and negative mental health symptoms after several years, Cardwell says. Research shows that intake of added sugars over time can have an impact on long-term mental health, whereas lower intake of added sugars may be associated with better mental health. Cardwell explains that some current research outlines several potential reasons for why added sugars intake may impact mood, including the consumption of added sugars has been associated with increased blood pressure and inflammation, which have both been linked to depression. High sugar diets can lead to rapid blood sugar spikes and crashes, leading to fluctuating hormone levels and mood states. The addiction-like effects of sugar on dopamine, the pleasure and reward chemical in the brain, levels, might connect frequent sugar intake with depression. So how much sugar should we be eating? Americans are currently consuming an average of more than 13% of added sugars per day, exceeding the recommendation of the Dietary Guidelines for Americans to consume less than 10% of added sugars in total daily calories. Major sources include sugar-sweetened beverages, desserts, sweet snacks, and sweetened coffee and tea, Cardwell says. But knowing that added sugars can negatively impact mood doesn't mean you have to swear off the sweet stuff entirely. Humans are born with a preference for sweet taste, and there are healthy ways to cure your sweet craving while keeping blood sugar levels and your mood in check. 
Aim to keep your total daily added sugars below 6% of total calories, Cardwell advises. She explains that if you eat 2,000 calories per day, that means you should aim to keep total added sugars below 120 calories, which is equivalent to 7.5 teaspoons of table sugar. Instead of a sugar-sweetened beverage, try infusing water with fresh citrus fruit and herbs, such as lemon, orange, and mint, for a refreshing and hydrating option. Or swap out a sugary snack bar for something higher in protein and healthy fats to help stabilize blood sugar and help keep you feeling satisfied. Hummus and crackers, peanut butter and sprouted grain toast, or a handful of nuts and a piece of fruit are great options, Cardwell says. According to Cardwell, fruit is naturally sweet and packed with vitamins, minerals, and antioxidants, in addition to fiber and water, to help keep you hydrated and full. If you'd like to end your meal with something sweet, try blending frozen fruit like bananas or mango to make a delicious ice cream for a sweet treat, she recommends. Thanks for listening. Check back tomorrow or go to realsimple.com for the latest. Spoken Layer Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more. And they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.